So, you finally decided that you want to seek psychic advice, but now you're just sitting there and you're asking yourself, why Keen? Shouldn't I just look into psychics near me? It would probably be a lot easier. Our response? Why would you? Keen connects you with talented tarot readers and astrologers. If you want to get a reading on Keen, it's super easy to start. They've been giving trustworthy readings since 1999, over 35 million to be exact. All you have to do is create an account, and you'll be able to choose from hundreds of readers who are online right now. These readers each have unique specialties designed to provide a deeper understanding of your situation. Want to learn more about your love life? What's your financial future look like? Are you looking for a closure from a deceased loved one? Keen has a reader ready to provide clarity and insight. You can choose whichever reader best suits your needs, and you'll be able to connect via phone call or text. Just go to trykeen.com potential. As a new customer on Keen, you can try your first 10 minutes for only $1.99, which is up to $99 in savings. Once again, that's trykeen.com potential. Get your first 10 minutes for $1.99. And remember, know your potential. Hey, Potential Podcast listeners, let's talk about today's sponsor, Let's Get Checked. Let's Get Checked makes professional health testing easy by letting you get tested without having to visit a healthcare provider. You can order a testing kit that will be delivered to you in discreet packaging. Once your sample arrives in the laboratory, confidential results will be available from your secure online account within two to five days. These results are reviewed by a clinician and a member of the Let's Get Checked nursing team may call you to review your results. And Let's Get Checked laboratories are CLIA approved and CAP accredited, which are the highest ranking levels of accreditation. So, if you want to avoid an uncomfortable office visit or prefer the convenience and get tested at home, visit trylgc.com potential and get 25% off your test using code Potential 25. Once again, that's 25% off your test by going to trylgc.com slash potential using the promo code potential25. Take charge of your physical health and well-being and let's get checked. Talking all things entertainment pop culture, and nerdum. This is The Potential Podcast. Potential Podcast. Hello and welcome to The Potential Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Dewar, and with me is my co-host, Taylor Sokol. How are we doing, Taylor? We're doing good and uh, very excited because this is our first podcast that we're recording within proximity to each other. Yes, we're recording together from your humble abode in Cranberry Townships, if people remember that from the, the intro. so Yes, it's a uh, real place. Real place outside of Pittsburgh. Yes, I'm finishing up my little getaway trip uh, visiting Taylor, which has been a lot of fun. It's been nice yeah, to kind of brocation. Brocation just to get out of the house for a little bit, 
um, you know, get a little free time, enjoy some delicious food, delicious drinks, little uh, scenery change. Some uh, you, you got three great pupper pals, Stanley, yes, Monty. Monty, and Gizmo. Yep. Uh, some of my new pepper, my pupper best friends. Yeah. <laughs> um, Carly will be jealous. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's been great. And uh, one thing I thought was really neat was um, we. Of course, share a love for video games, and so yes. we got a little time to you know play a little Mortal Kombat, and you know, got to relax a little bit with that. But uh, you pre-ordered for me a little while ago the new Paper Mario game that just came out for the Switch. Yes, Paper Mario. Game. Yeah, so uh, it was uh, pretty exciting because you know with the Switch out, it's been out for a while. There haven't been any big games that I've been really wanting to play on there, and of course, I'm always uh, excited for a mario title and paper mario man they've had so many of those and when we got it i was so excited because i said to chris i was like well you know what that just brings me back to just one of my first loves of video games and for many of us out there was of course mario and still is to this day that it's amazing that mario has just defined video games platforming for ages and still has it's nuts yeah i mean He's probably one of the best known video game icons of all time. And, yeah. you know, Nintendo has quite a roster of amazing characters, but Mario is like, you know, the main guy. He's their figurehead. He is their, their you know, it's Nintendo's Mickey Mouse. I mean, he, he's the main, the main guy, and he's been in so many different styles of games over the years. You know, yes. he's the evolution of his games from just solo games and uh, side scrollers to where we are today with all the games that have come out. So we thought it'd be fun to kind of take a little trip down memory lane to discuss uh, a little bit of uh, history and nostalgia for the everyone's favorite plumber, <laughs> every favorite Italian plumber. It's a me, a Mario. So uh, yeah, we're going to do a little uh, Mario uh, celebration today. So um, I know Taylor, you were excited. Uh, he, studied this for weeks um <laughs> you have a few uh, fun facts you wanted to get off well, about uh, yeah. history of how mario I, came about yeah i thought this would be kind of cool because there's probably a lot of people that you know know a little bit of the gist of mario but i'd love to go just from the humble beginnings i mean many people uh, know this but mario was uh, created by shigura miyamoto obviously one of uh you know J japan has created some iconic and revolutionary video games for miyamoto um, to all these amazing uh, creators. And he was created and set, the first time he appeared in a game was in 1981 arcade platformer Donkey Kong. So Donkey Kong actually preceded uh, um, Mario, and Mario was the uh, kind of the hero of that, trying to save the princess from uh, King Kong or Donkey Kong. Mm -hmm. And Miyamoto created him. He was a graphic artist by, hired by Nintendo in 1977, was given the task of creating designing a game after the company's, you know, early coin-ups had failed and to make any impression. So he was designed to, you know, create this. And, and it's interesting, Mario originally wasn't known as Mario. It was known as Jumpman. That was his name, Jumpman. And, uh, of course, when Nintendo's U.S. office was trying to think of a better name in time for the American release of the game, they were interrupted uh, by their landlord, Mario Seagal, <laughs> after whom they christened the characters. So the landlord of uh, Nintendo's U.S. office... <laughs> was the originator of the name Mario. You owe and me the rent. <laughs> I know. <laughs> where, where is my royalty check? And so 
then Mario was originally a carpenter, not a plumber. Mm. And uh, I don't know why that changed, but of course he later on, years later, he was a doctor. So he's got a PhD. Uh, and um, how they created the look of Mario, very interesting enough, was it was all about the graphical limitations of the hardware at the True, time. at the time, it was very, very flat, very, you know, and graphics it, were even, very minimal. Even, even today, it's been a struggle with some of the stuff. So, like, why he has a hat was because realistic hair was difficult to portray. Still has mm -hmm. been for years. Uh, a mustache was created for him to accentuate his nose. Mm -hmm. And, of course, his little famous dungarees <laughs> to make his uh, arm movements more noticeable. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah, so in, uh, in the, when his first, I think, original title, Super Mario Brothers, uh, came out, um, he, they had brown. Um, and uh, of course that was swiftly abandoned. He got the iconic red and blue you yes. know, look. And um, so that was kind of the humble beginnings of Mario and quickly, you know, Mario became, you know, the face of Nintendo and a huge face of platforming games everywhere. And um, that was the, the interesting thing about, you know, Mario, how, how he came about and everything that was simply, it wasn't all like preordained, preplanned. It was all just, based on what they had and just kind of sometimes pure luck, that serendipitous nature of winning. Yeah. And character. look, and look how far he's come now. I mean, it's, uh, but I, yeah, I mean, early on, you know, I think a lot of these, you know, video games were revolving quickly. This is, yeah. uh, you know, not only was the technology slowly getting better, but it was, it wasn't just, you know, it wasn't ideas of just Pong. It was, uh, we want to have characters we follow. We want to have a story. You know. And a challenge and something unique that was keeping you engaging to the next level. I mean, what, what, just going back to, to the nostalgia, I mean, what was the first Mario game that you ever played that you knew that you were going to get into these series? I probably, if I could guess, um, see, I was a kid. I, I didn't have, I didn't have Super Nintendo or, uh, you know, the any of those, were, I didn't have those systems. I had friends who had that system. My first Nintendo system was the N64, um, but I, I'm my first ever video game system was Sega Genesis. Um, but I'm pretty sure at some point I, I would have gone to a friend's house who had Super Nintendo, so it was probably uh, one of the Mario games on that. Yeah. Um, uh, whatever number that might have been. I mean, because I, I have memories of playing the the classic side scroller. You know, you're going through the different uh, levels and you're trying to get to the flag. And jump yeah. on the flag, like I and I've played. There's been variations of that that have come out uh, since in the past past few decades of remakes or remounts. Or I remember like sometimes in middle school, um, you know, getting like a, a Game Boy yeah. and you know playing on that. Or even on the computer, sometimes you'd find emulators that would have essentially like Super Mario Two, and it would just be you know on your computer. So, um, but the true first Mario game that you know, was one that I probably bought or yeah. like really, you know, would have been like Mario Kart on N64. That was probably the first one that ever was actually something I, I you know, probably bought or I mean, my parents bought, you know, yeah. that was something that was probably the first Mario game I owned. Well, I just like I had a Super Nintendo system was the first one I ever had. But I remember my dad, he had the the original NES Nintendo Entertainment System with the really bulky cartridges. Mm -hmm. And I remember playing the original Super Mario Brothers and then Super Mario Brothers 2 and then Super Mario Bros. 3. But then they had a little bit more of a better version when you could like ride Yoshi was in the Super Nintendo. Yeah. 
And so that's what I remember. But so, but I think that was really for me when I started buying my own games or was a while from then, but the one game that really stuck with me, the first, like you had Mario Kart. I never had Mario. I was never Mario Kart guy in 64. Mm-hmm. It was, it was uh, Mar- Super Mario 64 was the one that, that sunk it for me. Like, this is awesome. And this, the challenge, I mean, first of all, that was so revolutionary that all the games at that point were side-scrolling games. Yeah, um, I mean, the huge of it being, you know, more 3D and more you could go anywhere. And it was never a game I owned, but I played it many times at friend's house. And I actually think uh, there was a while, uh, one of my family members had an X64, and I think she had that game. So I would play it at other people's houses, but not to my own. But that game is was a huge game changer, I think, not only for Mario, but I think that led to, you know, uh, also with Donkey Kong and Zelda. A lot of their games were now getting expanded to be not just side-scrollers, not just flat. It was all, like, very immersive 3D. Uh, you know, uh, you could spin full 360 and the camera would follow you. I mean, that was, you know, as opposed to you just you could look up and down, but it's all the same map. I think that yeah. was a... We, they're starting to get you know, graphics getting better and they were like, all right, we can tell a bigger story with a, a, a wider, you're going to multiple worlds and you're solving puzzles, you're fighting things. Um, and that, that game was definitely revolutionary. Um, and, you know, I, I think as, as Mario has gone along, they have continued to expand on that idea of, uh, I mean, not, <laughs> I don't know if I'll ever get a, a, a truly Mario open world game. It yeah. seems a bit intense, but I mean, that, that could be fun, but you know, they've gotten bigger and better and the graphics yeah. have gotten better and uh, the story's gotten better. You know, what I think is amazing though, that Mario, I mean, we'll talk about this a lot, but it, the, the legacy has endured for so long because with the changing of technology, they've had to continually, you know, adapt with the technology. So, mm-hmm. you know, new systems come out, Nintendo, Super Nintendo, N64, and then next was going to be, you left, that was the big change also, once you left from cartridges to discs, because then it went to GameCube. GameCube. Yeah. Yep. And so then it's like, wow, we, the graphics are now 20 times better, and we can do, you know, so much with it. I think the great thing about it is, though essentially all the games are very much the same, they've added new stuff that gets makes it more and more exciting and use it utilizing the technology and um with you know so it's never i don't think there's ever been a time where i've just like "Ah, i can't really i can't deal with a mario game again i've always been excited like what's the next mario game is going to come out like i'm definitely going to get that and (laughs) And uh, what you're saying though it's pretty much every mario game is how many times can bowser steal princess peach and Mario has to get back Princess Peach. That's, that's like almost a story. It's the same with, you know, most of the Zelda games are often Link has to go find and rescue Princess Zelda. Um, and usually it's from Ganondorf or something like Ganondorf. Yeah. Uh, you know, and I think that's, it, it's, that there could be a criticism on Nintendo that it is kind of a repeated formula, but it is the fact that the games continue to not only evolve with graphics and uh, sound and everything, it's also the gameplay. They, they're adding new forms of action. They're adding yeah. new uh, mini games throughout the, the story. You're going to different worlds. Characters have evolved in terms of they've added more, you know, it, it started off, you had the simple, you always had, you had the, the Goombas, you know, the little mushroom looking guys. Yeah. You had uh, the Koopas, the turtle looking guys. 
And, you know, there would be a couple other kind of bad guys, but that was kind of like the gist. The amount of, like, people, you, you creatures you fight throughout these games have greatly grown over the years. Yeah. And they all have become visually much more stunning. Yeah, you've um, had, that, you've had different cartoon world, different different boss fights and things like that. Mm-hmm. And you know, one one thing's interesting in terms of where video games are now. The thing about Nintendo is they've continued to do this, well, specifically obviously the Mario, but there's no difficulty set, setting. Mm-hmm. It's just it gets more challenging as we go along, and you know they they continue with that thing. It's not like oh, do you want a harder game, easier game? No, other games will give you that option. It's like no, this is the game, and you got to beat it. <laughs> Um, so there's, there's something to that because even though you know a lot of people in our generation that grew up with Mario in their youth, that's just something we still get excited to play a new Mario game because even if it's maybe not going to be as hard as some of the games we might play in other platforms, it, it there still is always a challenge or something uh, fun and something new to look forward to, even if there's similar characters we know and similar stories. And I think what's going to be cool is um, I think they're going to continue that. They're going to continue to, you know, they, they want, they got to keep the brand. They're not going to go off and just do a whole new tangent with Mario. They're not going to have Mario all of a sudden in Dark Souls type game where, you no. know, every time you, you try to hit a, a Goomba, you, you died you know, terribly yeah. and you have to you start back over where you started. They're going to continue that, that kind of style. But I think uh, when we come back, we're going to discuss some of our, all-time favorite Mario games. I mean, it's a huge list to choose from. You know, yeah. there's so many different games uh, between you know the different ones that are just his title games to an association games, with the race games to other you know joint ventures. So uh, stay tuned after this to talk about more Mario. It's a me. Nintendo's favorite Italian plumber has a whole new lineup of games coming to the Nintendo Switch in 2021. Join Mario, Luigi, Toad, Princess Peach, Yoshi, Bowser on these brand new adventures. Let's go! Super Mario DMV, Mario Kart, Traffic Control, Mario Party, the Donner Edition, Paper Mario, Jury Summons, Luigi's Mansion, Haunted Hoarders, Mario and Luigi. Bowser's a daycare. A super Stash Brothers. And Mario Cornhole. Woohoo! Get ready for these new adventures and more coming soon to the Nintendo Switch. And we're back. Whew. That was a nice, uh... it's a per- It's a perfecto. Or attempt so, uh, at Mario. It's yeah. funny about the voice of Mario. You think about like all these iconic, you know, we're talking about how, you know, actually it was funny you're talking about how popular Mario's been. 90s, he was more recognizable than Mickey to kids. And probably still like competing as like a franchise character, but the voice of Mario has been the same since 1995. Mm-hmm. So I think that's and he, does, he does he does a few of others. And well. War- Wario and Luigi. Mm-hmm. So yeah. What a nice gig is this guy. Just you know, voice actor comes in a few times every couple of years, records a few lines. But it is funny that most of the Mario games where he's the main character, he doesn't really talk. 
I mean, a couple, no. you know, when you like when you die or something. Yeah. Um, but he doesn't really have of, lines. Yeah. Some of the other games, he does like some like pseudo Italian words, but it's yeah, it's not very in depth character to talk about. You know? It is a funny. That's a funny thing that I think a lot of uh, Nintendo games use is that the main character you play as typically is almost mute. Well, think, yeah, think about the great ones, you know, uh, uh, Link, uh, Samus, you know, there's not a lot of dialogue, even uh, yeah. in Star Fox, you know, all these, mm-hmm. so Kirby, you know, so, but uh, yeah, we were talking about, as Chris said, before the break, we were going to kind of jump into um, our favorites and some of these amazing games that have come out over the years and to this day, uh, it's been pretty exciting. Um, we talked about, obviously, Super Mario 64 is definitely like the one that really, when I think of N64, of course, what, what a great time for video games. That was revolutionary. Um, Super Mario 64 was obviously like one of my first favorites. And well, when it comes to favorites, I think uh, one of my top of the list is, and I, I was hopeful that it would be a part three, but I kind of like what they've been doing now with the Switch. But I really enjoyed Super Mario Galaxy and Super Mario Galaxy 2. Yeah. I thought uh, in terms of a kind of, you know, platform game with the, uh, him being like you know the main character and seeing the world just expand to these planets uh it's still the mario style game but really heightened the gameplay and the idea of 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 gravity and when you can like jump from planet to planet yeah that story was really neat um i really enjoyed those games and of course the second game they added the element of you could ride yoshi all over the place and those were just really fun i thought it was a good way to still use the idea of bowser you know coming to get peach and you kind of have to go across the galaxy and you have to get all these stars and things to kind of keep your ship going yeah and um i really like that franchise i thought that was well, a cool new it take util- it utilizes the the wii controllers and that was the first time mario had motion controls mm-hmm. so i think that was that was pretty exciting stuff and yeah visually stunning and so mm-hmm. unique in the gameplay uh, I really did before that. I um, it's funny. Super Mario Sunshine wasn't a huge one for me. It wasn't a huge. No, one I, I actually never played it on GameCube. I didn't but, own it. Yeah, but I um, have to say the back to N sixty four. What I really loved when it was you know doing still kind of the open world feel, but um, and it, just a weird concept, especially the, the title alone, uh, Paper Mario, the Paper mm-hmm. Mario series. Uh, that first one, just the idea is like, you know, because he's just flat and there, it really had, I think it was one of the first Mario games that had a lot of tongue-in-cheek humor. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot more, um, you know, comedy involved in the games where I think um, a lot of them were just very, you know, intense beating it. But it was like, okay, the dialogue, there was just these funny little bits and just, it was just great. And I did like the whole adventure because it was definitely there was a lot more problem solves and a lot different where, you know, you had a lot of teamwork abilities and then the combat was a little different where it's like, okay, it's not like just jumping on a character moving on. It's like, Oh no, it's like a full on battle. You have to be very careful with. Yeah, it was, I think it was, it, those have been fun games because it is a twist on, it's still kind of in the same style of what a main Mario game is, but yeah, like adding, the, adding, adding the whole element of everything being flat or, you know, 2d, but it still pops like 3d yeah. and all, all the enemies you fight are, you know, they're like paper formations of it's a, it's a fun twist on, and it's kind of a mix of again, puzzles and still fighting styles. And, um, 
of course, uh, we will uh, later this week, we'll come out with our uh, we're going to review the new Paper Mario, which has actually been a lot of fun so far. Paper yeah, Mario we just, Origami we just started King. That. We, we, yeah, that's been great. Yeah. Um, I remember I remember playing Paper Mario one for the Wii, I believe it was. Um, and that was the that, Thousand Year Door. Yeah, Thousand Year Door. I've never played it. I've never played it. Was it was a lot of fun. It was yeah. a lot of fun. Um, I'm going to go off on a tangent here a little bit. Uh, you know, Mario has, they've expanded his games to not just uh, solo player games. They've had a lot of multiplayer games, of course. Yeah. And um, he's had some fun sports ones. Of course, yes. I'm a big fan of Mario Tennis. And it's always been a fun franchise because it's it's tennis, but with all the Mario characters, but they have crazy mega powers. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it's, you're, yeah. You're, it's kind of funny to to play and all of a sudden you have like a super shot, charge yeah. shot. Uh or you know, Bowser has a really fast like shell shot, and then it's like it's so hard to block those. And I like that they add that kind of humor humorous element of very cartoony, uh, yeah. you know, very bonkers. Um and that was also something I loved about uh, on the Wii. I played Strikers Charged. Yes. This was like the Mario soccer game, mm-hmm. which again, it was, you know, you'd, you'd play as different Mario characters and you have a small team and you're playing soccer. But at times you get mega powers and all of a sudden you're doing this giant, crazy overcharged shot that no one can block and everyone has superpowers. And it's just a fun way. I think they were smart to be like, well, People like these characters a lot, even the mm-hmm. ones you don't ever play as in the game, whether they're villains or heroes. Let's just mix a whole bunch of them together and let's do like sports games. And I think it, it just adds to the, I think Mario alone in terms of multiplayer games has created such a great atmosphere where it doesn't matter what age you are, they're very good pick up and go games. It's not mm-hmm. like a lot of like, oh, I've got a, I need a tutorial, let me figure it out. So it's been a lot of fun, you know, doing that because it's like, oh, you can just, jump on the game and uh you know it's been interesting with those ones did you ever play any of the mario golf games yes i played mario golf at some point i i like that i did like the mario baseball game and mario those baseball were, was a lot of fun was, too those were a lot of fun and then, i kind of wish they would uh just do a re-release with like a bunch of them on one thing for the switch like uh super mario like all-star sports and it was just like him yeah. doing like like i mean especially with the new systems they could so that would be like something really cool it's funny though they've done all these other games but they haven't done there's a lot of sports they haven't done still a lot of sports they haven't done and i think and... that i think that's in part because obviously it is a japanese brand game mm-hmm. they're trying to do very universal not universal uh, you know uh worldwide sports that a lot of people can you know appreciate you know because mm-hmm. baseball very you know around the world obviously um soccer or football as it's supposed to be known <laughs> okay and um like golf but uh what was interesting is when they did the big changeover and they did olympics yeah with were, sonic <laughs> yeah mario and sonic teamed up for olympic games which i haven't played the most recent one i heard it was yeah but that was a lot of fun because it was then okay we're doing all these games we're doing like you know darts and skiing and things like that um but jumping from sports games, if what we keep in the action realm, of course, one of the most enduring franchises within the Mario, of course, has got to be Mario Kart series. Mario Kart series is one of the probably top uh, multiplayer games around the world in terms of uh, you get together with a bunch of friends and you like to play Mario Kart. It's been the standard on every platform since N64. Um, I've played every version that i can believe and that i can understand i mean uh i remember n64 and still 
I still love to play that version if people still have the N64. Um, mm -hmm. I sold mine a couple years ago, but uh, just the fun of, you know, everyone loves, I think, racing. There's something, it's competitive, but there's that fun element of a lot of these courses are from different worlds in the Mario franchise or similar Nintendo worlds. And then you have all these really funny weapons that you can, you know, some are to get ahead and some are to ruin friendships. So yeah. um, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's such a, I was waiting for you to react. Um, it's such a fun <laughs> type of game. I was, and I was trying to maintain it really state. The, the, again, even those, the, the graphics have gotten way better as time's gone by. And I, I love that they've, they've added that element of, uh, you have like, you know, the kite and you can go in, in the water. So you, like your car turns into a boat or, you know, there's all these different formats now. Well, in, in terms also, it was just so great. Like one of the first games you could play as so many characters, like you could play as Peach, mm -hmm. you could play as, you know, then Donkey Kong was at it, which it was great, you know, Bowser. Um, and as the game's gone along, it's been great because you can customize, you know, your carts and it is a very high intense competitive, you know, game in terms of racing games. Cause I think racing games have, have been, a, obviously from the beginning of arcade games till now, but I think if you're talking like some of the best racing games out there would have to be the Mario Kart series. Oh yeah. And, uh, it's still to this day, it's been great. I'm looking forward to what they do next with it because mm -hmm. there's a lot more characters they can add. They and, can still do a lot. And yeah. um, I think another, another very popular Mario multiplayer game has been the Mario Party series. Um, yes. That's really fun because I feel like those games are also a way for people that aren't really the best at video games to have something to play. I think yeah. off of a Mario Party, you kind of get the gist early on if someone or a couple of players have played this game a lot and know all the tricks of the trade. Mario Party, there, you know, it's, it's a board game situation. You're playing against each other. You, you, all these mini games. Sometimes it's you versus the other three. Sometimes you're paired up. Sometimes it's just a free for all. And a lot of them, there's some that yeah, take a little bit of skill to mm -hmm. really do well. But sometimes it's just kind of pure luck. Some of the games yeah. are meant to be, and it's much more of a, uh, uh, you know, everyone can play. It's a lot of fun. It's a, a lot of humor. Yeah. Um, you know, but again, it can get very competitive because there's you know, moments where you get to choose to steal a star, steal coins, move yeah. someone back, you know, just like, like any board game has mm -hmm. those rules where, you know, you take a little advantage of people and yeah. And if you're going to have some fun games. Yeah. And if you're going to go to ultra competitive, if you want to get, you know, the, one of the defining games for whether you're a Mario fan or not, obviously he's the face of the franchise, but a lot of uh, friends have joined the way that may be part of Nintendo or not, of course, would have to be the Super Smash Brothers series. Uh, just <laughs> some of the best video games. Some of the best. I mean, starting humble, humbly again, uh, we, we've referenced a lot in 64. Um, started, you know, the original um, was only just a few characters and you just basically are duking it out with some of your classic moves for each character. And they, you know, and it was a fighting game, but it wasn't, you know, graphic or, you know, it was just all very fun, cartoony fun. You know, obviously, in terms of platforming uh, fighting games, uh, you know, you want to go to the very extreme. You've got the Mortal Kombat and Tekken. Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter. You have those games where it's purposely very violent. Yes. Um, as we just played the other day. And yeah, which you could God, about, I mean, so. the, the fatalities have gone just uh, more and more graphic. But yeah, it's it's all just, it's it's like innocent fun. It's like, yeah, they're beating each other up and they have all these 
uh, there's a lot of goofy weapons and weapons throughout the Nintendo universe, but it's not blood. There's no, you know, no one gets things cut off or anything. It's all just, you know, fun. And those games, I think it's, it's fun because you can, it does take some good skill to really yeah. be uh, above the best. Yeah. Um, but I've loved that they've they've expanded those to characters that are not just from like uh, Nintendo. You know, they've added characters from other franchises, other gaming out, systems, other completely. gaming systems. Yeah, and we're seeing more and more of that. I think there's, I think, I think a lot of these uh, video game companies are they're kind of realizing that a lot of their fans are going to be loyal to the platform that they own. Yeah, you know, I uh, I I'm a big PlayStation and Nintendo guy, so mm-hmm. I typically have you know a PlayStation console and I have a Nintendo console. I'm not really big in Xbox. Sorry, guys. Um, yeah. we but just, we just I lost think... half our fans. Bye. Um, <laughs> enjoy your not so good games. Uh, <laughs> but you know what I mean. It's like I think a lot of companies realize that most gamers out there own probably more than one console, and yeah. so. I think they like seeing these little crossovers. We're like, oh, I know that because I played it on the PS4, and now he's been okay to be in this little, you know, Nintendo game. Yeah. Um, but I guess we'll close up with this little section. I think uh, what's been really a, a top-notch game. It's been the most recent Mario main game. It was released for the Switch. And I'm really hoping there'll be a sequel as we had uh, Mario Odyssey. Yes. Which was a lot of fun. This game, first off, they, 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 uh, this is kind of like the new, you know, you got, you've had the evolution of Super Mario 64, Sunshine, you had uh, Super Mario Galaxy, Galaxy yes. 2, and now we have Odyssey's, the, the new kind of version of this game. Again, we're going to different worlds, but it's, you know, so it's got some space element in there. Yeah. But they're very, they're, they're huge maps, which I thought was a great thing already. Uh, the days of the, the small maps are over, you know? Yeah. And, you know, talking about, you know, leaving, leaving the mushroom kingdom behind for, for greener pastures or not so greener pastures. You also, <laughs> the, the fun, the element of that one is, you know, you've got Cappy, which is a, a special cap where you're utilizing you know, you still got the whole run and jump and boom and all that. Uh, but you've got uh, him using this cap where he can take over, like, take over a Goomba or he can take over a Tyrannosaurus Rex. So it was just, this game, I think, was just the absurdity of it. It was just like, yeah, it, it was, was it almost was a... like in a weirder, like, niche Mario mm-hmm. kind of game. But it's still, you know, a lot of fun. I didn't finish it yet because I got distracted with other games. Um, but, uh, you know, it's... <sighs> And how dare you. you? You can't see this, listeners, but my, I'm picking my jaw off the floor because uh, I beat this game twice now. And uh, the neat thing about the game is, of course, you have to collect moons throughout the game to we're no more uh, stars. It's to increase moves. your yeah, no more stars. Now we're doing moons. Uh, uh, you, to increase the um, you have the ship, the Odyssey. The Odyssey is a ship that you sail around to different worlds, so you can try to save Princess Peach from that dastardly Bowser. And of course, with any great game, if you're a completionist and you want to get all the stuff you can, I think, I believe the grand total of uh, true moons you can get is like 888. You can oh, technically okay. buy all the way up to 999 and it'll stop. But I think the, the, the completionist level is 888, something like that. Yeah. And I've done that now twice. And that, that does take a long time. Because every world, you only you only actually need so many moons to beat the game entirely, but it's that fun kind of 
I like that they've had they did add a bunch of these kind of bonus ones you can deal with. And then we had the recent update a few months back was they added uh, Luigi with like a balloon game. So in each world, you can go yeah. and talk to your brother and then, you know, go off and collect which balloons. We, which, of course, we didn't give much. I mean, obviously, we're talking about Mario today, but Luigi, he has slowly but surely gotten um, more and more recognition as his uh, fraternal well, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go off a little bit here on as much as I love Mario, and I think Mario is a great character, if there's any game where you can play as any of the other characters, I never choose Mario. Mario's never my, like, Super Smash Brothers, if I'm choosing between them, I play as Luigi. Yeah. If I was to play uh, Mario Kart, I like to do Waluigi, but Luigi yeah. is more but my that's because you're really tall. Because so. I'm, yeah, I'm like Waluigi. It's Mario's not my typical character, and I don't necessarily like his skill set in those games. But no, Luigi. It's it's been fun to see where they you know they had like the they'll sometimes they'll have like Super Mario Brothers, Mario and Luigi, or they have you know Super Mario Brothers Deluxe, where it's you're you're playing as either of them or Luigi's along for the journey. If you play two players, sometimes second player can play as Luigi. And then we you know I, I do think a fun franchise that I I, I do want to try the new one that came out for the Switch. Yes. Uh, we've had this Luigi's Mansion series, which is a lot of fun, where he's kind of yeah. playing the Ghostbuster role. Yeah, I've been enjoying. I've been enjoying know. that. Um, I never played the other ones, but I'm, I've been. I've started the third one, and I'm enjoying that. Of course, I got a, a boatload of uh, games to play, but I will let you check that out when I'm completed. Yeah, so. that'll be fun. But yeah, it's uh, it's really cool to see the uh, continue. You know where where what they're going to go next, which I think when we uh, we come back. We should definitely talk about like hopefully the future of games and what they're going to come up with next because I think there's the Mario's far from done. He's no. far from done. There's still a lot ahead. So yeah, when we come back, we'll talk about that. Three years after the events, The Last of Us Part Two, a new tale of horror and suspense is about to begin. And this time, Ellie will not be alone. She'll be joined by one of the most famous heroes of all time. It's a me, Mario! The zombie infection has made its way to Peach's castle, and every toad, Goomba, and Koopa is in danger. Ellie and Mario tag-team to search for clues to a cure while exploring dangerous terrain filled with infected. (laughs) Oh no! I'm not the man. Yeah! This is the crossover we've all never wanted to have, but we got it anyway. So stock up on ammo, health kits, and mushrooms in this all-new action-packed thriller. The Last of Us Part Three: Mushroom Kingdom. Coming soon exclusively on the PlayStation 5. And we're back. That was a nice little break there. Yeah, how um, about that? How about that that commercial? Wow, that was that was yeah, fun. That was really cool. Um well, so we were gonna end our episode today with kind of a future of Mario games. I mean Look, Mar- the Mario game, the, the amount of games he's had is is huge. You know, he's in a ton astronomical of, two hundred games you know, plus. I mean, yeah. n- whether it's his main story game, whether it's a a party game, a sports he's made a, game, he's made a, cameo. Uh, a, a crossover yeah. game, 
Well, first and foremost, I, you know, after the success and what I enjoyed out of Mario Odyssey, although I was hopeful that there would be a Super Mario Galaxy 3, I think now Odyssey is their kind of like, uh, you know, I think Galaxy days are behind us. So I think uh, it'd be fun to do a Super Mario Odyssey 2. I would like it to be probably a little longer. And I think we could go a couple more worlds, some new worlds that we've not explored. Yeah. And new power-ups. And, you know. It would be exciting if they did, like, Donkey Kong. Maybe. Yeah. Because I think they have not had a, besides the, you know, cart and sports game stuff, you know, Donkey Kong and Mario were adversaries in the OG. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a fun moment in the game in in Odyssey where you get to kind of relive that old school Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, classic moment but it would be cool to have like a whole donkey kong world um that you go to and maybe he's there and you have to help him out or something or what about have king koopa uh you know bowser himself team up with king k rule donkey kong's adversary mm-hmm. yeah you know turtle and uh crocodile team up so a little, I think that, uh, little crossover that could be that, fun that would be interesting i think that would be like i don't know if anyone's been thinking about that but I think people would be, get on board with that because they haven't had a proper, really big Donkey Kong title that everyone. Well, that, I was, I was going to say one thing I've always been sad about is that I was such a fan of Donkey Kong sixty four, and they've never they've never made another game similar like that since they've yeah. gone. They just keep rehashing the the side scroller type games with better graphics, and they kind of did that. It kind of went off that path a little bit doing like the music style games. Yeah, where you had like uh, the yeah the drums and stuff. Yeah, like, like the that. bongos. Yeah, like, that's cool and all, but like Donkey Kong sixty four was a huge, you know, kind of similar to Mario sixty four. It was a big kind of more open world, you know, action adventure game. And I'm like, now we've had all these games with better graphics. It's like let's get that going because Donkey Kong is just as popular and beloved as Mario. But yeah, um, it'd be cool to see what they'll do. I think they definitely will do a sequel. Um, you know, they they quickly after the success of Breath of the Wild, they already announced a sequel for that. So I'm sure you know the Switch, the Switch has been doing really well for Nintendo. It yeah. definitely was. Uh, it's been better than the Wii U did. So I I think we'll have the Switch for a couple of years longer, and I think we will get a, a sequel to Odyssey. Yes. Um, I think uh, with Mario Kart, the Mario Kart on the Switch is just a rehash of the one on the Wii U. This is true. So I would love to see a full brand new original version for the Switch. Yeah. And you know what? I, I, would, I just think it. every time you play a Mario Kart game, there's like a max of like 32 levels or something you can race. Yeah. Give me one like Super Smash Ultimate. Give me one with like 100 races. Yeah. Like I just want to really like. Endless, well, and, that, and that's, you know. that's the problem with the last one. I mean, yes, it was nice to have for the switch and those are rehash. I was still excited. The only, the, the, what I did like about it is the more coins you can collect, you can upgrade your carts, get cooler things yes. and add some challenges, but yeah, give us, give us way more tracks. And also we can, what they should do the next one, customize it. So, cause you have, Oh yeah, you have the, the mushroom cup. Uh, that's fine. But it was like, wait, I only want to do these type of tracks. Yeah, like, you can they, pick you pick your four out of all the ones available. Exactly, and I think that would be a nice touch. Um, but yeah, definitely more tracks, more challenges, maybe well, even you know, more weapons. Yeah, and what they always do is they they tend to always make, you know, they make like four or five new cups with all new levels just for that game. Yeah. Then the rest are always cups, you know, of races from different games. 
yeah. just get every race from every game made so far and then make a new 30 races you know just That's keep so adding on it'd be fun to have like an ultimate version with it. all these different you know cups they've ever had add more players more carts uh yeah more weapons um, you know, they've, they've increased the battle mode where you have those kind of fun, uh, you know, whether it's a coin version or the balloons, it'd just be fun to have a bigger, longer version. Cause I think yeah. the game is always fun to play, but after you play it so many times, you kind of get tired of the same 30 races, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, no, exactly. So that, that's, that needs to be, um, worked on for the sequel. There's a lot of potential with that now. I think the Smash Brothers series, they're doing well. They're still doing well because they're already adding little unique stuff. But I mean, now what they're doing with the Switch game is they're just, they're adding, you can get more characters, but you have to pay for them. So that's going to be, it's going to be a challenge to try to do like with that, but they've got to maybe do maybe something different. I don't know what, what's going to come out, but I mean, they haven't had a lot of titles for that. There's only been what, four or five titles uh, mm-hmm. for Smash Brothers. So that's still pretty relatively new yeah i mean i think it's set with ultimate you know <laughs> extreme ultimate i mean i think it's gonna be good for now i did mention earlier and you know we we're talking i don't know if this would ever happen but because it's becoming more of a popular thing and even the breath of the wild was kind of similar in this style it yeah. still had kind of a, a a main story but it had this element it'd be interesting to see what they would do with the somewhat uh, with maybe a couple barriers um, of an open world Mario game, yeah, where you could go to, uh, you know, the center is uh, Peach's castle, yeah. and then you could go to Mushroom Kingdom, and you know, you could go to Bowser's castle. You know, there hasn't really been a Mario. I mean, the, the, the Odyssey. You know, again, it's this kind of idea of you you can, you know, transform into the lightning bolt, you know, of the yeah. electric wires and kind of go from area to area. But Bowser's Castle was, they, they did this kind of fun, you know, the, the kind of samurai castle version. Yeah. But like, you know, imagine like a huge level of Bowser's Castle where you're going through it as Mario and you take out guys and get to, you know, and then you could have all these different areas that have been part of the Mario lore. Yeah. But kind of an open world game. And I mean, you still have to, to get to them. You have like maybe, or you could, pipes, you, could, you know, you could pick and choose it too. So where you could go um, and have, okay where unlike the other games where you have to like go to each, it's like, it's like this world and this world, you have to go in a certain order. Some of them, they changed it where you could do different things, mm-hmm. but make that more of a challenge where it's like, okay, you know, the Paper Marios were sort of open world, but not really. I mean, in the, in the terms of a, that thing, but yeah, I would like um, with all these amazing open world games that have come out, you know, with, you know, on the PlayStation 4, Nintendo needs to, you know, with, you know, Breath of the Wild, they did an amazing job. So take that concept to Mario. I just like that. I, I like the idea with Breath of the Wild where they were like, if you can see it, it's probably possible you can go there. I mean, of yeah. course, there is a there is at some point an edge to the map. You can't just go on forever. Yeah. You know, that is huge, huge, you know, biggest, biggest uh, amount of land game for a Zelda game ever. You know, you could, from one corner to the next takes it takes a long time if you don't, yeah. uh, you know, kind of fast travel. And so just thinking it'd be neat to see if they would ever do a hugely expanded Mario game. Now, of course, as I said earlier, there is this having to take point and remember that these are more meant for kid games. You know, yes. this the Nintendo brand is typically more for a younger audience, but you know, 
even though we're uh, guys in our early 30s, I, I've been playing Mario games since I was a kid. So yeah. it's not something that I'm just like, oh, I used to do it as a kid. No, I still really enjoy the games. There's a lot There's of fun. many of us out there that have grown up with, literally grown up with Mario. Yeah. And um, uh, we're, so yeah, I, I, I get it. Cause I mean, look at all the Nintendo titles. You got Mario and the Pokemon series. So it is a very, um, you know, family friendly, you know, company in terms of a lot of the games yeah. that they created, but you're right there. There is something to be said that keep creating games that are challenging and fun, but you've got to look at the, the fans have been still buying your games since mm-hmm. the early days, but you know what they should do. And then the thing is we talked about this earlier, I would like to see what other sports games they could get into. Um, yeah. Obviously you've got golf, you've got baseball, you've got soccer and tennis. I think the tough thing is uh, making them a very, you know, um, a sport that, you know, is played all, all around the country, all around the world, excuse me. So, and again, you got to remember this is Japanese creators. So they're kind of looking at their worldwide audience, but I've always wanted a football one. I'd always like to see mm-hmm. what Mario football would be like. Um, or what about like Mario hockey? Like that, yeah. be, you know, uh, something like that or Mario. Did they, ever, they never did a Mario bowling. That'd be great. Mario bowling. That I can remember. Um, I'm trying to remember. No, I mean, they've... No, not I can think of. But yeah, I think they could do like a kind of just all sports type game where they include a bunch. But, you know, even get away from video games for a second here. You know, we there's been... There's been rumors and talks for a long time of kind of trying to have some sort of new, most likely animated Super Mario movie, which I think they, you know if it's the, the right plot and the right idea could work because uh, we don't really talk about the live action one. No, but, um, I mean, <laughs> but I mean, the big yeah. news with, with, you know, with Mario these days, uh, apart from his continued success in the video game world is uh, Universal Studios is giving us Nintendo world coming out uh, over the next few years around the world. Oh, wow. So uh, Japan's getting it first and then uh, Orlando will have it next. And then, uh, we are going to get it also over in California. So that's going to be really exciting because, again, that nostalgia. The, you look at uh, Universal when you when you walked into uh, the Harry Potter area, mm-hmm. or when you go to oh, yeah. you go to Disney World and you you walk into Galaxy's Edge with Star Wars. I think it's going to be so cool for so many people around the world who really are in love with this character and this universe to walk into an area and see this, you know, Nintendo world come to life. I mean, they're going to have a Mario Kart ride. They're going to have, uh, you know, I've, I've heard rumors of a Donkey Kong kind of ride and area. And I think it's going to be, it's going to be really cool to see yeah. him in the, in the real world and, 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 you know, bigger, you know, in life. And they can always, they can continue to expand that whenever they want. Cause Nintendo has so many, you know, things they can do. I mean, imagine how cool to be to have some kind of, you know, zelda themed area or you know a samus themed area i mean yeah. the, the list is endless so but you know mario will continue to be just one of the best icons of video game history uh he's definitely earned his place uh where he is and i'd I think, say so i think <laughs> yeah i mean it's yeah even with the amount of games that have come out maybe not all of them have been the best but they it's it's rare to have that success with that many games being really well developed well well you know a lot of fun and all just based on this little 
Italian plumber that mm-hmm. goes around and jumps and eats mushrooms and eats mushrooms and saving the princess, saving the princess against this giant turtle like <laughs> guy. But the uh, beginnings, yeah. but yeah, I'm looking you forward know, to yeah. what what's going coming next. But I have faith that Nintendo is going to continue to, you know, push the boundaries of creating something new and. You know, even though they'll have a lot of the similar stuff, again, the fact that they continue to tweak and add more stuff that we're going to keep coming back as gamers and as fans mm-hmm. of the OG game. So, yeah, I cannot wait to see what happens with Mario and Luigi and the rest of the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, so, uh, thank you for listening. Oh, I don't do the day, though. Off we go. Thanks for listening to The Potential Podcast. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Potential Podcast or on Twitter, at The Potential Pod. Or you can email us. Send us your positive feedback and thoughts, suggestions, and more through our email, thepotentialpodcast at yahoo.com. I'm your host, Chris Dewar. And I'm your host, Taylor Sokol. Stay tuned for more episodes on pop culture, entertainment, and nerdum. And remember, know, know your, your potential. potential.